This is Morning Motivation for Educators on the Bee Podcast Network. Learn about all the shows at beepodcastnetwork.com. You'll hear from a variety of formal and informal educators who help put this podcast together. If you'd like to contribute your voice to the show, please go to morningmotivationedu.com to apply. I am Karen Dudek-Brannan. I was a school SLP for 14 years where I specialized in language, literacy, and executive functioning, and also held various teaching, leadership, and research roles. Now, I am the host of the De Facto Leaders podcast on the Bee Podcast Network, where I help school therapists, teachers, and administrators be leaders on their school teams, no matter their job title. As someone who collaborates with people who work in both the public and the private sector, I follow a lot of people on social media, like all of us, to be honest. Most of us are on Instagram and Facebook, or at least some of the social media, and so naturally you end up scrolling and seeing posts that are sometimes triggering. And I would say the things that are most triggering to me right now are the posts that criticize what people are doing in the school systems and the school system as a whole. And while I agree that we need to improve, there are a lot of places where we could be doing better, it frustrates me when I hear some of these comments. So it's easy to get in your head and feel like you're inadequate or feel like you're not doing the best things for students and maybe even second guess what you know. Many times the people who are posting these things, maybe they're knowledgeable in one area, but they don't know as much about your job as you do. So I wanted to take this time today to point out one thing that I see being said frequently about schools and look at it a different way, especially if this has caused you to feel a little triggered or second guess yourself. One trend right now, and obviously this isn't a trend, this is something that schools have been doing for a long time is the focus on getting high quality curriculum and materials into the hands of teachers. The idea of curricular alignment has been a push for a long time because districts want to know that the things that they're doing at each grade level are scalable across the grade level and also that there's alignment when students go from one grade to another. I'm a person who sells products to people working in the schools, so I've seen their tendencies as far as what kind of products they're interested in. And I've also talked to other people who work in the ed tech space who are selling curriculum products at a much larger scale to districts, and they're seeing the same thing. Schools want core curriculums. They want to know that their staff has the basic things that they need in order to do their job well. So one of the biggest criticisms that I've seen is that districts are too cookie cutter, curriculums are too focused on skills that aren't functional, we're doing too many worksheets, there's too much homework, and it's all about academics, and we're not teaching kids the soft skills or the other skills that they need in order to be prepared for the workforce or adulthood. Now, of course, Things that were done 20 to 30 years ago obviously need to change. The world is different now as far as what is required in the workforce, so schools need to adapt. I think that they are taking steps towards doing that. 
But I know that I find myself as a person who has expertise in language and literacy and has really focused on helping kids improve their reading and writing skills, I know that I've gotten caught in my head when I see people criticizing schools and suggesting that we are focusing too much on academics. And it makes me second guess the years and years of experience and research that I have seeing what works for students, as well as looking at the research and trends longitudinally across students' lives that show that reading and writing skills are very important when it comes to expanding opportunities in the future. And I would add math skills here as well. My expertise is literacy, but the same is true for math as well. And I'm not intentionally excluding the other content areas. I would say that the same is true for them as well. And here's the thing. Of course we need soft skills. Of course we need problem-solving skills. Of course we need real-life experience on top of our academic skills. We need to be well-rounded. But many of those core foundational skills, like reading and math, are going to make a huge difference in the opportunities you have when you get older. So it makes sense for schools to first and foremost focus on those academic skills. That is their job. And furthermore, if those foundational things aren't in place, if teachers do not have adequate resources to deliver the basic aspects of the curriculum, how are they going to think about additional skills they can layer on top of that to go above and beyond and give kids enriching experiences? So my takeaways for you for today are, number one, you can't think above and beyond about all these other well-rounded things that kids need if you don't have the foundation in place. So you shouldn't feel bad as a teacher if you are focusing on those core foundational things. Second, I would say that when you see people criticizing the education system, always consider the source. Even if there's somebody who maybe is very knowledgeable, do they truly understand your job? And third, I would encourage you to trust what you know and trust your experience. And don't let people who don't fully understand your job knock you off track. Thanks for listening. And whatever role you have in education, we have a podcast for you at bepodcastnetwork.com. Who among your friends and colleagues needs to hear this message today? Please share it with them right now.